everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Macy, and this is Bianca. Hello. Hello. In this episode, we're talking about minutes 39 and 40 of Toy Story. We're almost halfway through. In fact, I think our next episode will put us over the hump. Oh, very exciting. Because there's 81 minutes in this movie, and okay, yeah, minutes so 39, 39 and, 40. and 40. Yeah, so we're about halfway. That's hard to believe. That is hard to believe, because I feel like we just started it not too long ago. I know, well, we're recording, uh, people will be hearing this in January, but we're we're recording it on November 21st, and we started recording this show in uh, the the very beginning of August, so it's been it's been a little over. It's been like three months and a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good Which for three crazy. months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these two minutes start off with one of the aliens saying, "Claw chooses who will go and who will stay." Woody mutters, this is ludicrous, before hearing Sid in the arcade saying, Hey, Bozo, you got a brain in there? (laughs) Woody gasps and turns around to see Sid standing on the wacka alien astronaut and whacking the aliens with his feet. The machine beeps and stops working, and Sid hits it with his mallet before jumping off of it and throwing the mallet on the floor. Woody says, Oh no, Sid, and jumps out of the prize chute to tackle Buzz just as Sid walks up to the rocket crane game and puts some coins in. Underneath the aliens, Buzz asks, What's gotten into you, Sheriff? And Woody starts to respond, You are the one that decided to climb into it. But one of the aliens shushes him and says, The claw, it moves. I love these little aliens so much. (laughs) They're adorable. I feel like without the aliens cuz i know in the previous episode you had said that they were uh bouncing around the idea of like teddy bears or like pizza slices with sunglasses i feel like mm-hmm. it just wouldn't have been the same like i would not want to buy merchandise with a pizza slice with sunglasses on it <laughs> and i mean the aliens fit so much better with the theme of pizza planet i mean pizza mm-hmm. slices fits with fits with it since it's a pizza it's a pizza place but the aliens just fit better with the space theme you know right and for it to have like to me even though it is a pizza place i feel like it would be out of place to have a pizza as the mascot when it's space themed yeah so i'm glad they went with a little yeah that would be weird yeah I I just like the the aliens just hanging on every single thing the claw does. He's like, oh, look, it moves. <laughs> That's such a sad little life for them. They're just stuck in there, and they're like, oh, the claw. I know. And then Woody saying to Buzz, like, no, you are the one that decided to climb into this. It's like, uh, it's just angry. Woody again is so is is just good. It's very good content. It's just good. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's causing a scene in front of the aliens, so the aliens are probably like, who is this man? Why is he yelling at our new friend? And he's (laughs) interrupting the claw. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, how dare he? Exactly. Who does he think he is? He just climbed in here and started yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm pretty sure this is how I learned the word ludicrous as a child. You know, I did too. And then after hearing about the rapper ludicrous, I was like, oh, hey, that's the big word that Woody used. (laughs) I learned two words from the scene now that I think about it. Ludicrous and zealot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When I was little, I was like, what the heck is a zealot? (laughs) So my mom had to explain to me. (laughs) That's another one of those things that goes over kids' heads. Yes. I feel like there's a few things, and that was sure one of them that just went over my head. Mm Mm-hmm. At 20 seconds, the claw moves into position and lowers down to grab one of the aliens at the top of the pile. The alien excitedly says, I have been chosen. Farewell, my friends. I go on to a better place. Sid sees Buzz among the rest of the aliens and says, A Buzz Lightyear? No way. Woody anxiously looks for a way out and finds a small door at the back of the machine. He tries to open it unsuccessfully and then realizes the handle has to be turned to unlock the door. He opens it and nearly falls out. Which I'm like, there's a handle right there and you just tried to push the door (laughs) open (laughs) without the handle. And it's like, you can't, the handle is blocking the door from, even if you could somehow opening the door, open the door just by pushing it, the handle is, would be blocking it. Yeah, it's not a good design. Also, I feel like Woody is not having the smartest. He's not the brightest in that moment. He's not. And I really do feel it's like an adrenaline rush because he's like, oh, no, Sid. We just have to get out. So he just starts pushing on the door before he picks things But at the same time. What? Yes, at the same time, you feel like, well, look and assess the situation (laughs) and then act. Well, I don't know how much we've talked about this, but Woody's a very impulsive toy, I feel like. He's just he, he just is. kind of acts without thinking a lot of times. And I think if he actually stopped and thought about stuff, these movies would not exist. Because they'd just be toys just living their little civil life and no, he has to be overreactive. And you know, Buzz isn't necessarily the brightest a lot of the times but he's good at coming up with plans and like thinking things through where whereas woody is just gonna like charge into any situation (laughs) and just do just do whatever whatever he feels like in the moment whether it's a good idea or not right and i feel like that duality of them being like that it just makes them a better team that comes up in Toy Story 4. So, um, I, mean, I guess it's time for our weekly uh, Toy Story 4 <laughs> rant. <laughs> yeah. Where Woody is, um, you know, Bo has this plan for how she's going to, how they're going to get Forky back from Gabby. And Woody decide, like in the moment, decides to go off of it and ends up ruining uh, ruining the whole thing for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just out of, it's not anything like malicious intent. 
it's just out of like, I have to act now because he wants to help so bad. Yeah. And just like not taking an extra five seconds to think things through. (laughs) He's just like, nope, got to act. I feel like Woody may have ADHD, so he does just act on his own impulses. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I don't like to, uh, you know, diagnose or, like, psychoanalyze characters in in that way. It's like, oh, this character has, must have this thing or whatever, but I feel like Woody. Right, yeah. Woody has at least some of the symptoms of ADHD. He he fits the criteria, so I don't feel too terribly bad because I do also feel bad about doing that. But in this scenario, you kind of see it, and it does mellow out after a while. But in this movie, for sure, you're like, okay, he's got some type of ADHD or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can Sid not see the alien talking as the alien is being taken up by the claw. I, you know, I don't know. I never thought of that. (laughs) I didn't either until watching this clip. And I probably would have never thought of it until you just said it now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait a second. I mean, they film him from the bottom so you don't really notice but i'm like he's in sid's view sid's watching him as as he's coming up and he's talking right there i know he is and i feel like that was bad planning on the animation part but at the same time it probably wouldn't have worked any other way they had to have like that dialogue and then they had to have the whole scene happen the way it did Because, I don't know, this whole movie doesn't make sense. It's another one of those cheats. It's like, oh, just don't think about it. They they won't notice. They're like, you're five, don't worry about it. (laughs) It's like Buzz in in the Star Adventure game with Bucky and Ducky and Bunny, where they're in full view of everyone in the carnival, which we've talked about before. Having a conversation. I know. At 50 seconds, the claw comes down and manages to grab Buzz. Sid exclaims, yes, and Woody gasps and grabs Buzz's legs, pulling him towards the small door. Sid hits the glass with his fist and yells, hey. Woody almost has Buzz out the door when the aliens stop him, saying, he has been chosen. He must go. Woody tries to get them off, saying, what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it, you zealots. But it's no use. The claw pulls them out, and Sid says, all right, double prizes. Sid pulls him out of the prize chute and says, let's go home and play, and does an evil chuckle as the camera focuses in on the white skull on his shirt. As much of a villain as he is, I want his shirt. Like, I really like his shirt. And I know they had it for sale, and I never bought it. <laughs> I'm sure you can still find find it somewhere. Like, somebody's got to have it. Or maybe at Disney, like, itself in Toy Story Land, maybe they'll have it there. So, that's one thing I want to purchase. <laughs> when we're there in two or three weeks? Yes, very excited. 
Yes. Well, if this is coming out in January, this will be after we would have already people will be hearing yes. it after. Well, very exciting either way. Yeah, and the next episode they'll hear after this is gonna be our just talking about our time at, at Disney at Disney World and all the Toy Story stuff there. So so they'll get to hear Stay about it. Stay tuned for that. Yes, <laughs> very exciting. So we talked about before how the scene where Buzz tries to fly in Andy's room is probably the most unrealistic thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this part com- comes pretty close because, like, the claw actually picking up not only the alien, but then also picking up Buzz. And not just picking him up, but picking him up by, like, the ridge of his helmet. <laughs> That never made sense to me. No. I've always been so mad about that. It holds, it manages to hold on to him even when like Woody is pulling him away. <laughs> like there's I no know. way that makes sense. It and doesn't those games, for real. Those games are rigged. Like you're never gonna, I mean, it's difficult enough to to get one prize from those things, but you're never gonna get two things in a row. Exactly. So I feel like maybe Sid knows how to work the system so that he get prizes every time. I don't know. I don't know if if there's is there a way you can cheat at at crane games? I don't know. Maybe his dad works as like a a crane game repair guy and he's told him <laughs> like, "Well, if you just do this, <laughs> you'll get the prize every time." I don't know, but it makes me think of, I don't know if this is still a thing, but there was a trend on YouTube of people winning crane game prizes, like videos of people winning crane game prizes, and they're all like 100% faked. Like, either the person actually owns the game themselves, or they know the person who does, mm-hmm. and so they rigged it for themselves, but they presented like, oh, I won big prize in the crane game so maybe he knows the person who owns pizza planet maybe <laughs> which i actually have a very fun crane game story oh do um, tell yes i was going to play a crane game it was at a restaurant i don't even remember what restaurant it was but when i walked up to it the guy that actually owned the crane game was restocking it. He was oh. putting all the stuffed animals in it. And I was just standing there waiting, just, you know, I was actually going to wait my turn and then play the game. And he saw me. He's like, oh, I'm here. Just pick a toy. So I did. Wow. And I got this super cute, <laughs> I got this super cute little turtle. He was my favorite. But of course, because it's a, a crane game, it's flimsy. Mm-hmm. So after playing with it so much he just deteriorated so my poor turtle died oh i know <laughs> the poor turtle it was very sad but i did enjoy him for the time that he was here i mean those prizes from those kinds of games are just not i mean they're made super super cheap and i feel like in the toy story world i feel bad for those toys because they're just not going to last very long 
No, especially the way Sid uses the little alien. I feel really bad for that one. Those might last longer since they're like rubber and plastic, but. Right. I don't know. I like that they worked <laughs> the word zealots into a <laughs> into a kid's movie. I know. I feel like in any other kid's movie, you wouldn't see like any type of like zealots in a movie, but <laughs> they do fit the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> That's just such a funny thing to hear in in like a Disney movie for kids. I know it's just it doesn't match because you never really see any like overly zealous people or like borderline cult people is the way we talked about in the previous episode. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they would be overzealous also because they're stuck in that crane game. The only entertainment they have is to see the claw come down. Yeah. Zealot is also just a funny word. It is. It's one of those words that you're like, oh, I don't hear that very often. Yeah. At 1 minute 24 seconds, the camera fades into a shot of Sid's house before panning over to show Sid skateboarding home and closing in on Buzz peeking out of Sid's bag. Buzz whispers, Sheriff, I can see your dwelling from here. You're almost home. The alien excitedly says, Nirvana is coming. The mystic portal awaits. Woody says, will you be quiet? You guys don't get it, do you? Once we get into Sid's house, we won't be coming out. Sid opens the front door to reveal his dog, Scud, barking wildly. Sid tells Scud to sit and says, hey, I got something for you, boy. Woody tells the other two toys to freeze as Sid reaches into the bag and grabs the alien. He places the alien on Scud's head and says, ready, set, go. And then the clip cuts off half a second into Scud demolishing the alien. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that would be the most horrendous thing that could ever happen to a toy other than, you know, like being lost, just knowing that you're going to get absolutely obliterated by a child. (laughs) Well, he does survive, though, because later um, when all the toys, like, turn on Sid, he comes up out of the, either the ground or the sandbox. Oh, that's right. He does come back and he starts walking towards Sid. Yeah, unless it's a different Pizza Planet alien, but I don't know. I don't know why it would be. Probably not. But I'm sure he's not in the best of shape either. He's probably like, you know what? Just just let me lie down for a minute. <laughs> I mean, that still seems like it would be extremely painful. I know. This comes back to our <laughs> lifelong question. Do toys feel pain? I mean, I mean they obviously do, but may- but only when it's convenient to the plot, I guess. Yeah, I feel like they would feel pain differently, though, since they don't have a nervous system. They probably feel pain differently. Maybe it's more like emotional pain. I don't know. I mean, they... (laughs) We talked about how they breathe, even though they they don't have lungs. 
Yeah, and I'm still messed up about Buzz eating popcorn. <laughs> I mean, if they it's can forever do, haunt me. If they can do all that, then I guess there's no reason why they don't have they couldn't have some kind of like phantom nervous system. <laughs> oh gosh, with little phantom pain receptors. <laughs> Man, I don't like thinking about that. I don't either, because then it makes you feel like, well, they actually have a functioning human body. And if I were to accidentally rip them apart, like that whole scene in Toy Story 2 with Woody's arm falling off. Mm -hmm. I would hate for it to have like an actual human arm fall off. (laughs) And I don't know why I just thought of that, but that made me very concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember when I first got my signature collection woody and i sent you a picture of him in his stand and oh yeah (laughs) and you had said i don't know why i remember this because it was like a couple years ago but you said (laughs) something about um like if i just forced the stand onto his neck because it had a really it has a really difficult time going on and you felt bad about just forcing it on there (laughs) I do. Like, I still have their stands in the packaging. And I thought to myself, this is so cruel. Why would I do that? Mine. <laughs> the least painful looking one is Bullseye because you yeah. just set Bullseye on top of it. Yeah, but they butt or Woody and Jesse have these clamps, not clamps, but these things, these things that attach to their necks. You stick it on their neck. Up. Yeah. And mine literally. With Woody, it was so tight that when you take it off, there's now like a dent in the plastic. Oh, <laughs> <His gosh. neck. laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of a bad design, but oh well. Oh well. I mean, that's just how they made it. But yeah, I feel bad. I'm like, no, y'all are going to be free range. Y'all, I'm not going to put y'all in that horrible contraption. <laughs> I I was thinking about how in the audio commentary, I didn't actually write this down, but I remember them talking about how, like, when the alien says, oh, Nirvana is coming, the mystic portal awaits, and then Woody is just like, will you be quiet? You know, it's almost like the, you know, this alien has just been rambling the entire time they've been in this bag. (laughs) Like, he just won't shut up. And Woody's finally had it with him. He's like, you just stop. I feel like the alien is just so excited because he thinks, like, he's going to have a good life. He thinks he's going to reach Nirvana. So does that make them, like, do they believe in reincarnation? I don't know. I wonder if the little aliens believe in reincarnation, <laughs> if they're, like, <laughs> they think, like, oh, these used to be aliens, like, Buzz and Woody used to be aliens, and then they got reincarnated as a different toy. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Now this is opening another can of worms. Are <laughs> toys religious? <laughs> I mean, clearly the aliens have their their little cult. Yeah. So I want to know, like, what instilled that in the toys? Like, where did the one toy here? Maybe one little toy got crazy. And he just had, like, this whole thing, like, hey, I heard about this. And then he just, like, went crazy, so everybody believes it now. And he's the cult leader. Just 
Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like in the case of the aliens, it just comes from the it just came from the fact that they they've been they spent literally their whole lives in that crane machine and they've never known anything else. And they just have this True, giant like, claw that just occasionally comes in and picks, uh, picks one of them up and <laughs> that alien is gone forever. Oh gosh. That's like well, like you said earlier in the previous episode where you know how like these really rural tribes will see an airplane fly by and then they start to worship it because they think like, well, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I like as Woody's listening to the other two talk. He just looks so anxious the entire time. Like he's got he's got like his hands. He's like tapping his fingers. And yeah, like clenching his teeth. I feel like he's the one having the worst time because Buzz is just like, I'm on a mission. This little well, Buzz thinks they're about to go back a... to Andy's house, apparently. True. And then the aliens just having a religious experience, <laughs> and Woody's the only one knows that they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Buzz knows about. Sid too, but he still I mean he watched Sid blow up that combat Carl. But I feel like he True. just doesn't he's just still not grasping what's going on. He's like, Oh, there's Andy's house. Look, Sheriff, you're almost home. I mean, maybe he does see well no, because Buzz, I don't think he's paying attention to the outside of the home to where he thinks like, oh, it's the next door neighbor and he's Going to that house, maybe he thinks because they're next door neighbors. I don't know. I'm overthinking this. <laughs> I mean, either way, he's not, he's just not getting it. He doesn't get it. Oh my gosh. He's, I don't think he's going to get it anytime soon. I mean, eventually he does, but in this moment, he doesn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. The way this clip cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> cracked me up it reminded me of like, one of those like out of context whatever accounts on twitter mm-hmm. like or where like it cuts the, off at a really um, at a really funny moment because it, it it does like half a second of of a scud like demolishing the alien and then and then it's over i know it reminded me of the um the account perfectly cut screams. That was the other thing I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts off. That's at like, what it reminded me of. Yeah. It cuts off at like just the, just the perfect moment <laughs> where he goes from perfectly yes. still to all of a sudden to, he goes from perfectly still. And then suddenly he's like <gasps> something like that. Yeah. And then he just like goes into full destroy mode. <laughs> Yeah, there's a quote about the design of Sid's house from our sacred text, Toy Story, the art and making of the animated feature. On page 74, it says Bill Cohn based his design for Sid's house on Pete Doctor's attic, which was being renovated. I never would have thought of cutting up a roof line that way. It gives an off kilter feeling like you can't orient yourself said Bill Cohn. And then Eben Otsby said, it's the most bizarre configuration I built in the whole movie. 
It is kind of odd. Like when you look at it and you actually pay attention to the structure of the house, it is kind of weird. Which, if it's based off of Pete Doctor's attic that was being renovated, I'm like, Pete, what did your attic look like before? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know that. Like, I want to see pictures of that. (laughs) Pictures of Pete Doctor's attic before it was renovated. Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say about uh, these two minutes, but I I really don't. Yeah, I don't have too much either. Our last episode, we went we went so much longer than usual, and now I know this one's like <laughs> this one's exactly half of short. what we did. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's getting pretty late. It's like eleven fifteen right now, so maybe that's good. Yeah, so it, I think it's a good time to cut it off. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.